0: Hey, it's great to have you here. Thank you very much for stopping in. Our next guest is a true leader that embodies the Athena leadership principles. Her name is Jacqueline D. Gregorio, and she gives back by teaching you how to eliminate boundaries and doubts so that you can be your most authentic self and live courageously. Here we go, episode number 130 starts now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International,
1: the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Belitnikoff. With another successful woman and her unique business journey.
0: Women really mean business presented by Athena International. I am Jeff Blitnikoff, and I've got multiple tabs open right now for my next guest, Jacqueline Gregorio, because there is just too much. I can't do it in just like one tab on my browser. I need to have multiple tabs open on her website, which is JacquelineDeGregorio.com. J a c l y n d i g r e g o r i o dot com. So she does speaking. Uh, you know, you can. She's been on over a hundred stages across the United States. She has a podcast. She has a book, and the book is called "Stop Getting in Your Own Way: A No BS Guide to Creating the Business of Your Dreams." She also has digital courses, and let me just read a little bit from her homepage, and basically I'm paraphrasing here. When I was a 21-year-old college student, I sat in a corporate internship questioning what I really wanted out of life. I wondered, is this it? Is this the best it's ever going to get? Now, you fast forward to that, and she had no experience and no savings, but she started her business, and now she has a thriving six-figure company. She's in demand, and I'm going to run out of breath, so I'm going to bring you in, Jacqueline. Welcome to the podcast, and hey, thanks for your time. Wow, you do a lot, and welcome. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, it's great to to have you on, especially a fellow podcaster, although you do more than just the podcast. By the way, I should say that uh, the name of your podcast is, and let me get it to you here, spark your light podcast. So I love that. So Jacqueline, I went over a brief of your bio, but tell me about how you got to where you are right now. It's a pretty amazing story and a lot of growth in the last, um, you know, since you were 21, it's, uh, I I, I know your website says the last four years, but you know that I'm not sure if that's, um, if that's accurate at this point, but at any rate, uh, you can tell me. Yeah.
1: So I'm 25. So it is accurate. Um, so it was actually just four years ago. Uh, a couple days ago, I, I went across the four-year anniversary, and uh, I appreciate you saying all the wonderful things. Uh, but I think for people listening, sometimes that can be intimidating, and I think it's important to share the authentic, you know, parts of the story—the parts that it was, it was really hard and it was really challenging. So when I first started my business, I really I didn't know anything. I just knew that. I was yearning for something more and I felt like I had it inside of me. I had the potential, but I didn't know how to create that. So I really just failed my way forward. And I know that's something that's used a lot and it's a pretty corny term, but I failed so many times at so many things. The first thing I tried to do was create a physical product. We have lots of problems with it. I spent $10,000, had to borrow... 6,000 from my parents and pay them back and you know, lots of, lots of challenges. That product didn't work out and just kind of picked myself back up, tried to create an app, uh, worked with three different developers. There were bugs, lots of problems with delays in the development. So then I scrapped that project and then I went on to the next thing and little by little, it was such a blessing because I found that all of my failures fit into two categories. The first category was a redirection, which was the primary thing in the beginning of my business, trying to figure out what I would say my true calling is, what the career that I was meant to pursue was, I don't call it my purpose because I believe that if our purpose is only in our career, then we have no point to living outside of our career. And so I think that your purpose is innately inside of who you are. But I live out my purpose in one way through my career. And so in the beginning, all of those failures were just redirections because creating a product or building an app just really didn't utilize my skill set and the gifts and talents that I was born with. But because I failed at all those things, I had to lean into, well, what am I good at? And what is working? And one of the things that was working for me then was speaking because the app <laughs> wasn't working out. But the way I marketed it was actually like giving speeches and sharing my story. And at that time, the app was focused around health and wellness. So I was sharing my story of overcoming an eating disorder in college. And I just really resonated with people and I was able to captivate an audience and it was something that came easily to me. Of course, I had to work at it. I wasn't perfect by any means, but it it came more naturally than other things. And so I leaned into that. And so those failures really redirected me towards the path that I feel I was meant to be on. And I continue to fail all the time in my business. And the way that I see my failures today is really lessons that prepare me for my bigger goals. So I might have a goal of launching a course or working with, you know, a certain type of client. But something goes wrong; it doesn't work out the right way I wanted it to. And really, in the moment, it feels hard and it feels scary and challenging. But when I'm able to look back and reflect, I realize that that failure was a lesson that's preparing me and teaching me to my bigger goals for the things I really want in my life. You know, while the journey from the bio might sound like it was this quick transformation, it really was a lot of challenging times, times where I felt like I wanted to give up, times where I really needed to lean into my grit, into my faith, self-belief, and just keep going and keep believing in myself and knowing that my success is inevitable. As long as I keep going, there's no such thing as failure. So that's what I feel called to share whenever someone asks about my bio, because I do think it can be kind of intimidating. And I feel like if I was listening, maybe I would be like, well, that's great for her, but how am I going to create that? So if you're listening and thinking that, just start just keep going and believe in yourself and that's all you really need.
0: I'll tell you, I lost confidence in myself when I was reading your bio on your homepage, because when you were talking about, you'd started your business four years ago and you were 25 and you had so many accomplishments there. I was like, well, wait a minute, that homepage has got to be outdated because it would th- it would seem that you had had it would have taken double that time to do everything you've done. And that's why I kind of mentioned like, oh, if that's accurate and you're like and you're probably thinking like, hey, that's my homepage. It's accurate. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but at any rate, you know, it was the, all the accomplishments. But uh, you're right about that to pivot to what you had just said a second ago about that, you know, you fail forward. And that you take every experience, and I love the redirection part of it, because it's like, even though a door closes, it's, uh, you at least can put that, and I want you to react to this, you at least can put that in kind of like a category. Like, okay, I tried the app. I tried this. I tried that. That's not it. And it's and it's almost like when you're creating like an ice sculpture. Like I've never created an ice sculpture, but I've watched them. And like the great artists always say, like when they create a beautiful swan or something, they say, well, I'm going to I'm going to just keep chipping away at this ice until I see the swan. And it's almost like that's what you've done with your career.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. You just have to keep trying things that aren't working to figure out what is working and trying things that you're not good at or that you don't like doing to figure out what you do like doing. and. Yeah, I would say like the more you try, the more likely you are to really find what you love.
0: Well I used to be a club DJ and I called it fix it in the mix like yeah I used to beat mix and you know that's, that's matching the beats of the songs together so that everything would flow and so people would keep dancing and sometimes the one song would be slower than the other or faster than the other and you had to what you what you had to do is you had to fix it in the mix but you had to keep trying you had to keep messing around with the songs and I think that's kind of an analogy for business and for what you're teaching people to do is is that if you're not out there trying to put the songs together if you're just kind of sitting on on the sidelines, not putting the records on the turntables, then you're never going to get anywhere.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where, unfortunately, a lot of people find themselves. They find themselves just kind of waiting and thinking they're going to take the action and pursue their goals and dreams at some future point. But the problem is that that future point never comes because they're waiting until they think they're going to feel ready, but we never feel ready for anything. I've never felt ready for anything in my life, but I, I just, do it anyway, even though it feels uncomfortable, even though it feels hard, even though a lot of times I fall flat on my face, you leap and the net appears. And I think it's the same thing with yeah, being on the sidelines, like getting into into that mix. And uh, if you're listening and you're feeling like you've been waiting, you've been waiting, you've been waiting, you're getting so much inspiration from this podcast and you're ready, just take the first step. It doesn't have to be this big, scary thing. I remember my first step was, I formed an LLC. I, I know that that it didn't really do much for me, but it was this symbolic thing like, I'm going to start my business. And that was a really major step for me. And then I said, okay, what's the next step? And then the next step after that, and one step at a time, you start running, you start sprinting, and you start seeing magic come together. And it's like you learn in physics, an object in motion stays in motion. So I think most people, I call my podcast Spark Your Light because they just need to spark their light and get their object into motion, get that momentum going, and then it will be like a ball rolling down a hill. So I think that's what
0: people really need. Yeah, and uh, and I think it's, like you said, it's just start. Maybe you could offer some advice for just starting. To me, it's almost like when you're, like, if you decide, okay, I want to run a marathon. There's nobody that's going to go out and if they've never done any running before, go out and run 26 miles they are going to take it step by step. They're going to maybe walk a block if they've never done anything before, and then two blocks and three blocks. And then maybe they're going to progress from there. Finally, they get to the 26 miles. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I I did all that. But there's a lot of steps in between. So maybe you could offer some advice for people that are just sitting there stuck and maybe they think they can't do it.
1: So what I would say is ask yourself, like, is there any kind of first step I can think of? Like if I think about, okay, let's just say your goal is to start a podcast and you're like, okay, what is one possible step I could think of? You might make an an ideas list of all the possible steps. So one possible step is coming up with a name. Another possible step is coming up with some ideas for some episodes or guests. Another possible step is researching, you know, what platforms I can possibly record it on. Another possible step is interviewing a friend who has a podcast and asking them how they started, right? Brainstorm a bunch of things. If you can only think of one thing, great. Start there. If you can think of multiple ideas, just start with the one that feels good to you. I always recommend leaning into what feels good, what you're excited about, what feels aligned, what feels like the thing you're most likely to do on that list is probably the thing your intuition is guiding you to. So just making that list. And if you don't know where to start and if you have no idea, one of my suggestions on that list was... Talk to someone who's done it before. Is there anyone you know who's done the thing you want to do? And if there isn't anyone you know, can you do some research? Can you reach out to some people? The internet is a beautiful thing. Social media, there's so many ways you can connect with people and ask them, hey, what were your first steps? And I think at the end of the day, most people don't start because they think they need to take the right step. And you know, I hear this in a lot of my clients. They're like, well, I don't know what the right step is. There is no right step. Any step is right. Any step is moving you forward because even if you fail, it's going to illuminate where you should go next and what the direction is for you based on that experience. So you really can't go wrong as long as you take a step. So if you don't have a list, just start with finding someone you know or researching people that you don't know and asking them what their first step was. And if you do have a list, just pick the thing that you feel most excited about on that list.
0: Well, that's great advice. And well, I'll tell you before we get to our final few questions, there's one thing I do want to explore with you. And it comes from a couple different places on your website. So in one part of your website, you mentioned how you've become obsessed. With helping women and in business. And then also you, you state that women owned businesses in the United States have grown 114% in the last 20 years, but they still account for only 4.2% of U.S. business revenue. And you were at a point where you worked long hours and you were frustrated. This is, again, from your website, which you were saying. And you said it started to turn around when you changed your mindset. So talk to me about how you are supporting women and then also um, the mindset shift that you had to have to finally get to that place where you're not only running successful business, but now you're coaching others to do the same.
1: Yeah, I think that. For women, a lot of the things that hold us back is confidence. And I think a lot of it comes from a young age. I remember lacking confidence even when I was a little girl and having to really go in and do that inner work to build my self-worth and believe that I'm worthy and deserving of everything I desire. And when I started to do some of that work, I uncovered a lot of limiting beliefs around money and success that I never even knew that I had. It's based on the society we were raised in. Um, So, you know, as a kid growing up, my parents always told me, you know, Jacqueline, you can do anything you put your mind to. And all you have to do is work hard. And so when I started my business, I figured, well, if I just work as hard as I can, eventually I'll be successful. And all that led to was burnout. I was working 12-hour days. I was feeling exhausted and I, I wasn't making any money. And I really looked at, okay, what are the beliefs that are creating the reality I have? And I did a lot of mindset work to really understand what I believe about money, what I believe about success, what I believe about hard work. And what I learned is that hard work is, of course, important. and It's always going to be a part of the equation of creating success. Now, there are trade-offs that you need to make in the journey. But I think for most women, we believe that we can't have it all. We believe that our success is limited. We believe that we're not worthy and deserving of our desires. And I've really stepped into this place of just believing that I can create anything I desire and there doesn't have to be trade-offs and I can have anything I want and I can create it in a way that feels good for me where I don't have to burn out, where I can love what I do and really enjoy my life and just reworking a lot of those beliefs. So in my book, Stop Getting In Your Own Way, each of the chapters is something you need to stop doing and a lot of them are beliefs. So if you are someone who's listening who wants to build a business or who has a business or maybe just wants to do some of that belief work, that's a good place to dive deep into each of the individual beliefs. Uh, But generally, a lot of the beliefs were around what I was deserving of, and my money mindset, especially.
0: Well, let's round into the last few questions here, and of course, I'm going to have links to everything that you're talking about today. And of course, your your speaking link, your podcast link, way for them to buy your book, your private coaching, your courses, all sorts of stuff, and of course, your website as well. But what are some other things that you think might inspire people in their journey? What would you What would you like to share with our audience?
1: Yeah. I want to share that if you've been listening to this and something's been on your mind, because I know when I was you know, in this stage of having a lot of ideas and being excited about things, whenever I would listen to a podcast, someone speaking about their experiences, I would have these ideas and passions on my heart and on my mind while I was listening. If that's you, if you're in that place, I want you to know this is your sign to go do it. This is your permission to take that first step. It is your time. You were meant to listen to this episode right now so that you could light that fire, so that you could take the first step. And so I just want to remind you that this is your place. Your time is now. Your success is inevitable. All you have to do is take that first step. Uh,
0: Definitely powerful words. And um, I would like to give you the floor right at the end here because um, I start with the guest and I end with the guest. And I would, and i tell you what, it's great. When I can give uh, hand the mic over to a fellow podcaster, don't get me wrong, I love handing the mic over to everybody, but it's always a special treat when I have another podcaster, a fellow podcaster, on. So, fellow podcaster, Jacqueline D. Gregorio, the mic is yours, the floor is yours. What would you like to say to the audience as we close out the podcast?
1: Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for being here, thank you for listening. I always think about if I had one thing to say to the world, what would it be, and the message that's really in my heart is don't give up on your dreams. Even if it takes 10, 20, 30, 40 years, if that dream is in your heart, you are meant to achieve it. And when you think about that, like, oh, it might take 10, 20, 30 years, if you don't feel committed to still making that dream happen, I would encourage you to dream bigger because my dreams are so big and so impactful and so fulfilling that when I think about them, I don't care how long they take. I am willing. And if in a moment where you're feeling stuck, just close your eyes and imagine that vision. Take a moment in your future that you're just so excited about, that is so fulfilling, where your cup is so filled and you're just so excited about the life you're living. Lean into that moment, feel those feelings and fully believe that it's on its way to you. You deserve to step into that. Your time is now. Don't give up. The desire wouldn't be there if you didn't already have the ability to make it happen.
0: Well, Jacqueline Gregorio, before I close out this podcast, I want to say that I have something that you do as I've listened to you. There's something that you do that you share with the world. And what it is, is it's positive wisdom. That's, I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but that's, as I'm sitting here thinking about what you've shared in this podcast, you've, you've, you've given everybody that is listening, positive wisdom. And I thank you for being here.
1: And I thank you for having me. And I'm so glad to be able to share that.
0: Absolutely. Jacqueline D. Gregorio at gregorio.com Of course, all the sorts of links are going to be available for you. All the stuff that she talked about, easy to connect with her. And uh, Jacqueline, again, thank you for your time this week.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Former technology executive Lisa Erickson was ill and she didn't know why until she took control of her own energy and now teaches others to do the same. Here's a little bit from Lisa as we preview next week's episode. The whole premise of mind-body medicine is that those things can be linked. You can have a physical issue that's linked to a
1: psychological issue and vice versa. So when you're working with your energy body, you're kind of getting to all of it. And so what I do is we focus in on different energy centers. We, For example, you might focus on your heart chakra right in the center of your chest, and we do different exercises
0: with that to help release blocks to receiving, for example, which is one of the psychological functions linked to the heart, or your capacity, feel worthy or deserving might be another set of uh, beliefs that are linked to the heart chakra. And we would do various guided meditations, To help shift the energy and the psychological orientation to those themes we would love to have more listeners unfortunately that's a bit out of our control however it's right within your control and it's very simple for you to help us grow all you have to do is either share the episodes that you find relevant or rate and review the podcast If you could do one of those two things, it would help us immensely. But regardless, we appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next week.